Welcome to Join News Desk with me, Mami Esinia Thompson. Now in the headlines, Dampari is the worst IGP the Ghana Police Service has ever had in my 31 years of experience as an officer in the service. That's the latest account of COP Alex Mensah, a key witness in the ongoing probe into the alleged plot to remove the IGP from office. Also, 16 cast staff members sanctioned for various misconduct as the hospital commits to improve healthcare delivery. We have details. Central Command of the Ghana Armed Forces burns 16 excavators and impounds over 30 others belonging to illegal miners pledging the Amparama Forest Reserve in the Shanti region. Details in excerpts of our upcoming hotline documentary dubbed Forest and Siege. We have details of these stories plus business, sports, world news and showbiz all in the Zara. Stay tuned. Commissioner of Police Alex Mensah is continuing his onslaught on the leadership capacity of George Okufudampari, describing him as the worst IGP in Ghana. Alex Mensah, who is due for retirement this month, says the current IGP style of leadership is creating uneasiness in the service. The former director of operations for the police service is being probed by the Parliamentary Ad Hoc Committee of a leaked tape capturing conversation allegedly plotting the removal of George Ikufudampari. Appearing before the committee with his counsel, COP Alex Mensah says he's ready to defend his opinion about the IGP on any forum. Let's bring you a playback of that forth, back and forth between members of the committee and the witness during today's sitting. And what I said yesterday, to give me the chance today, I will say so again is not managing the police service well. And for me, for the 31 years that I've been in the service, I can tell you he's the worst IGP we've ever had in this country. Please uh, hold on. <clears throat> Yesterday, we realized that um, if we are not careful, this will be a trial of the entire police service which will have national security implications. And therefore, every line of questioning which will want to bring about the um, issue of um, the IGP and its competence and the rest of the matters will give you the opportunity in camera. So we listen to you. So members, let's, let's have it at the back of our minds. You see, if we are not careful, understand that we are trying the IGP in his absence by what he's pronouncing, which will not be uh, a good way to handle the matter. So please, um, let's leave that area. For good measure, an opportunity uh, will be given you in camera. Now, what do you believe with your 31 years of experience uh, is a problem with the entire police setup? head being the IGP. You let us know. And we'll know how uh, we'll gleam meaning and substance from what you say and incorporate it in some of the recommendations that we do. So, um, Superintendent, I crave indulgence. Let's leave that area and deal with the main issues. 
and where we believe that we should sit in camera, we are ready to bring him on board. Yeah. Thank you, Chairman. I, I think that he didn't answer my question. He veered into an area that I never questioned on. The question was, the IGP is your immediate boss. And the complaint procedure there is that even if it's your immediate boss that is doing things not right, you go and tell him. Have you ever had the opportunity to tell the IGP? Suggesting to him things that you think were not right in the administration, either at the police management board meeting or directly to him. Have you ever done that? Chair, and this is a question which has already been asked. And I said yes. Yeah. I don't know why my... my Thank you very much for the emphasis. To conclude, when your immediate boss refuses or fails to address your grievance, I'm sure there's a next step to take. What is that next step? Mr. Chair. Uh, the advice that you gave, I will refuse to answer this question. Thank you. Chair, I, I, I think if care is not taken, this is a public hearing, but we need to exercise our discretion in the interest of the public so that very simple questions which can be answered must be answered but right now it looks like the situation has been created whereby the witness wants us to you know have much of his testimony than in camera. That would also not serve the public interest. So, for instance, the question that was just posed, that's a very simple question. The public wants to know. The audio is out there. We must establish the justification for most of the things that were said on that audio through the witness to satisfy the test of the public to, you know, know what really went on. But from every indication, I won't answer this. I will do it in camera. This is a public hearing. So we, we, must, we must balance, strike, strike a balance. Very good balance we are trying to strike. Because, you see, we should be mindful of one major thing here. That anything that will become a serious matter in the public domain via this engagement and will impinge on national security matters will not be proper. You see, I'm also when he says that I won't answer, that is his right, you know that, cancel. It's not because of what I said. Because we can't force him to answer questions. But you take note of his silence or his refusal to answer a question and comment on it. But what is very important is that I don't want anybody to have an impression that, oh, we are trying to aid the witness so that vital information that the public wants to consume, they will not have it. That is not what we are doing here. Because there's a lot of information that is in Jubilee House that the public is not having. A lot of information. There's also a lot of information with the, the bureaus that the public does not know. So it's not every information that is good for public consumption measured against national security. But if a man is seated here and he says he won't answer the question, the committee will take notice of it. 
Because we, can't, we as a members of the committee cannot compel him to answer questions. Like you, take, you, you, take, you make note of that, his demeanor and the rest of it. We are all observing him. Yes, Chairman, I, I, I agree. But in the case of national security related matters and when they can be divulged, there is a procedure for, first of all, categorization and classification. So, for instance, a document can be marked as restricted, confidential, you know, etc. There's a procedure. But in this case, there is a witness before the committee. And the basis for this whole exercise is a leaked audio, which is already out there. Certain statements have been made very clearly on the audio. And so, when questions are posed and they are directly related to what is said in that audio, for instance, you want justification. The entire police service is not happy with the IGP. The public needs to know. The police service is a creature of the Constitution and statute. The people have an interest in, 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 in how well the police administration, the police service is managed. So, if you come and sit here and make such an emphatic statement, we should not leave the public in doubt. In all member of the committee, Peter Lancini Tobu says, despite concerns about the power of parliament to enforce its recommendation, they will push the president to act. Well, still on this, we know that the, uh, the committee has been on break, you know, to allow the, the key witness and his legal team to comment on or get abreast with the issues on the table. Let's, let's get to parliament and speak with our correspondent, Samuel Imbura, Samuel Imbura, um, you have been at the committee hearing and the issue of the tape has been in contention which has led to the committee taking a break. But let's get into the real aspects of the issues. What led or the, what are the spe specific issues that led to the call for the tape? Yes, you remember yesterday Mr. Alex Mensah mentioned that the sound or the voice in the tape resembles his, but it's not his. He thinks that the tape has been doctored, though he confirmed um, about four times meeting Bugri Nabo. Um, so that is what, what actually led the back and forth, the authenticity, or, uh, the authenticity uh, of the, the statement or the tape is what the lawyers then requested from the committee that um, because their client was doubting the content of the tape, they should be given the opportunity to go and listen to it. But the committee reminded them that they have been given a transcript. So why don't you go by the transcript? But their concern was that what is captured in the transcript may not necessarily be the same as what is being heard in the tape. A reason they were demanding for the tape to listen to it, then their client will proceed with the rest of the questioning. So they have been given the opportunity, and they are listening to the tape word for word with their client. And then comparing it with the transcript, they have about an hour and a half to do that and revert to the committee. We haven't heard from Officer George Asari. What's the plan for him? Yes, he is currently before the committee. However, when asked by the committee um, about his um, view on the tape, whether it was authentic or not, he formed alliance with um, the lawyers of Alex Mensah to also go and listen to the tape and then compare with the transcript and reverse the committee for questioning. So at the moment, both parties or both witnesses are listening to the tape and then comparing it with the transcript in order to come back and respond to the questions uh, by the committee members. Thank you very much, Samuel Imbura, who is a correspondent in Parliament, following the committee probing the alleged leaked tape to plot the plot against IGP, Ekufudampari. Now, 16 staff of the Konfanochi Teaching Hospital have been sanctioned for various breaches of the hospital's disciplinary codes, including extortion and medical negligence. So, while one staff has been dismissed, the remaining have been suspended without salaries as management probes others to instill discipline at the hospital. The move is in efforts 
and commitment to improve healthcare delivery in the Ashanti region and beyond. Emmanuel Bright-Kweku was at the media review meeting of the hospital and reports. At its 2023 theme, driving a customer-centric agenda for healthcare delivery, the role of management, staff and stakeholders, the management of CATH, implemented practical measures to improve patients' experience at hospital. The hospital conducted a combination of interventions, including improved staff output and enforcement of discipline, which saw the dismissal of some staff. The hospital says the sanctions have resulted in better healthcare delivery to patients during the period under review. Chief Executive of CATH, Professor Otre Ademensa, was speaking at the hospital's media review meeting. One thing we have not toyed with is discipline in the hospital. And like I indicated, about 16 staff have been sanctioned. There's a dismissal, some have been uh, suspended for months without salaries, some have been cautioned, various offenses, uh, any of them. Sometimes extortion has come up a couple of times, and, and many others. Um, negligence of duty, I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think that there are a couple of cases like that that have been investigated. Ultimately, when the investigations are done, and you heard me say that the Quality Assurance Unit has been strengthened, the Quality Assurance Unit is largely responsible for many of these things. And so when issues like this are reported to management of the Quality Assurance Unit, committees are set up and then recommendations are made. According to management, the hospital's infrastructures have received major facelifts in recent months as they work to complete other stored and ongoing projects. They are looking at uh, renovating the main theatre. It has never seen any renovation since it was being built. But as we speak, the renovation of the main theatre is going on, and so we have had to uh, you know, construct makeshift uh, theatres to take care of the cases as and when they come. Ma- yes. Maternity block. Yes, I am aware that uh, the exigencies of the time had an effect on the completion of that block. The truth, however, is that discussions have been had, and I'm told that as soon as practicable, would have people move to site and have it completed. Once it is done, the whole of the A block would move to that block. Parts of B and C will also move, create some more space in the old block, which old block is going to see some renovation. A study conducted on vehicular congestion at the hospital revealed 64% of cars use the hospital's prisons as thoroughfare. Management says measures have been instituted to curtail the situation which impedes transportation of critically ill patients into the hospital. There have been instances in the past where individuals who required emergency attention were caught in traffic in the hospital. I don't think that this should be happening in 21st century Ghana. And so what we are trying to do is to ensure that when our patients get in here, they would have easy access to the emergency areas to be seen. Meanwhile, management is expecting to complete the first phase of renovation works of the old inpatient facilities of the hospital as the Asante Henelis charge to raise 10,000 U.S. dollars for the project. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Bratkweku. Former Justice of the Supreme Court, Samuel Kofi Dateba, is calling for a review of the degree structure of Bachelor of Law programs in the university. He explains that the current model of law degree programs used in the universities is perceived as a terminal degree before pursuing professional training at the Ghana School of Law. Speaking at the public lecture in celebration of his lifetime achievement, Justice Samuel Kofi Dateba indicated that there is a need for additional training prior to enrolling at the Ghana School of Law. Hence, the current model should be abandoned. There's more in this report. In a celebration of distinguished legal service, remarkable accomplishments, and a significant contribution to Ghana's legal framework, Justice Samuel Kofi Dateba's legacy has left an indelible mark on the development of constitutional rule in Ghana's legal system. Serving through various judicial roles in the country, his unwavering commitment has strengthened Ghana's rule of law. Godfrey Yabadame is the Attorney General and Minister for Justice. Every point in time since then, that a bar's contribution to legal education has been legendary. Even though he was domiciled abroad when some of us began our engagement with the law at the Faculty of Law, the University of Ghana, in 1998, a 209-page book entitled Materials on Thought, 
co-authored by Dr. Ba and Fiadro, and I hope Professor Fiadro is in the room today. Together with other works of his on contract law, became the cornerstone of the study of thought and contract law for some of us. My lady, I'll hasten to, stay, to state that Professor Datebas returned to Ghana in 2003, marked by his momentous appointment to the Supreme Court, further boosted his contribution to legal education as he enriched the study of law in Ghana generally with very incisive judgments on a variety of subjects ranging from constitutional law to business transactions. Many have benefited from his wealth of knowledge, which has had a transformative effect on the lives of legal practitioners. Gertrude Araba Isaba Saki Tokonu is the Chief Justice of Ghana. For those of us who were lucky enough to work with him, I think that the most striking and inescapable quality that Professor Dateba exudes is this remarkable ability to impart knowledge, even in the most unobtrusive ways. Without uttering statements or attempting to teach in conventional ways, in any short time of interaction, Professor Dateba can dispense professional and life lessons that can have a transformative effect on a life and career. Speaking at the public lecture, former Justice of the Supreme Court, Justice Samuel Kofi Databa, indicated the need for a review of the degree of structure of Bachelor of Law programs in universities. The system in place now requires a post-first uh, degree in law institutional handholding uh, of the ins of courts and solicitors course and training contract type following the English templates. Whilst it may be legitimate to wonder whether this objective is being achieved in practice, it is problematic to treat the LLB as if it is a terminal degree of the current JD type in the US. We do not have to continue with our current model, but we should only abandon it with our eyes wide open. He also emphasized the importance of universities offering LLB degree programs in law to recruit staff who are suitable for teaching the specific professional skills required during a lawyer's training. I have nothing against delivering the post-academic professional training from the universities. However, the universities which want to discharge this responsibility will have to recruit staff who are fit for purpose for delivering the specific professional skills which need to be imparted at that stage of a lawyer's training. Former Justice of the Supreme Court, Justice Samuel Kofi Databa's achievement continue to inspire generations of legal... Uchas and Tema are livid over the supposed sale of a slaughterhouse at the industrial area. They are threatened to resist any attempts by city authorities to evict leadership of the butchers say it was caught unawares when the MCE, Johan Ama Ashite, gave them 48 hours to vacate the abattoir after 29th August of this year. Chief Butcher for Tema, Shahadu Musa, disclosed this after presenting their petition. Correspondent Kwame Aga has more. The angry butchers in red bands marched from Tema Community One Market to the premises of Tema Metropolitan Assembly to present their petition. The petition to President Ekufado, among other things, is asking for swift stakeholder engagement to find a lasting solution to this issue. Considering the importance of their work in the food value chain, these butchers are against any attempt to sell or lease a slaughterhouse to any individual or group of persons. According to them, that's the only abattoir they have known in over 60 years. They are of the view that Vacating it in 48 hours, as Tema Mayor Yohani Amashite informed them on 29th August 2023, is not feasible. They fear the decision could lead to unwholesome meat on the market, aside butchers within Tema, Pung, Ashaiman, and other areas having their source of livelihood negatively affected. Chief Butcher for Tema, Alhaji Shahad Musa has been sharing their concerns. Oyeba, may you buy? We see, every few 48 hours, Omatongo, and then few. And so, almost was your brother, what can you say, 48 hours, and two few. Then beside that, 
I asked why they are giving us 48 hours, knowing how long they have used this abattoir. The mayor said he was directed by someone higher than him to deliver the message to us. The slaughterhouse has existed since Kwame Nkrumah and we cannot leave it within 48 hours. The abattoir doesn't only serve Tema, but surrounding communities. The butchers, however, met the absence of the mayor. Human activities are said to be a major factor accounting for many animals losing their natural habitats and other activities such as poaching species such as African lions are projected to be completely extinct by 2050. However, in the bid to conserve nature, the Kampama Game Reserve in South Africa is dedicating over 16 hectares of land to protecting these endangered species. Join us as Blessed Soga has more. Sunrise in the Limpopo province of South Africa. In this area near the town of Hoosbrook, Tikani and her group of conservationists are taking us on a tour to discover what is left of the wild. We're taking an early morning drive in a 16,000 hectare space called the Kapama Game Reserve. It's a top biodiversity spot hosting the big five species that are about to go extent. We're about finding out why this area is so important to conservation and to saving our planet. A turn on the right brings an impala in sight. According to the International Union for Conservation of Nature, this medium-sized antelope found in eastern and southern Africa is on the red list of threatened species on the verge of going extinct. But Tikani and her eco-conscious team at the Kapama Game Reserve are fighting hard to conserve nature. Place and we are a big five reserve, and mostly when we say big five, it's like it's not hundred hundred percent guarantee that each and every game drive you're gonna see the big five, but we try by all means guides and trackers to show you what we have. We have different kind of animal, not only the big five. We have other general animal. You can find giraffes, you can find zebras, you can find other small animals. We have animals as little as the little five, from the big five to the little five, and all different birds life. The big five species reserved here include this lioness, which has given birth to two cubs, a sign of hope for the future. But Chikani tells us that a major factor which could undermine their efforts at protecting these species include poaching. To us, it's more important and to all the tourists that come here because we're still trying to save nature and even our kids, the next generation, will still find this place still standing as long as we're doing our part in taking care of it. So if we keep doing what we're doing, especially when it comes to rhino, if their poaching still exists, there might be a time, let's say 10 years to 20 years from now, that we'll see less of rhinos. But if we do our part and report poaching and things like that, uh, the next generation will be able to know what is a rhino. How bad? There's also the challenge of climate change, which is adversely impacting wildlife. Uh, climate does change animal behavior. We see that at a certain time of the month, we find animals more in a certain area than in the certain area. Actually, now we are in our dry season. You will see other animals in certain area of the reserve and then other animals in certain area of the reserve, depending what they eat. In spite of adversity, Management of the Kapama Game Reserve is making a solemn pledge to save the planet and to protect biodiversity. This is Logan's report for Join News, Limpopo, South Africa. The Central Commander of the Ghana Armed Forces has burned 16 excavators and impounded over 30 others belonging to illegal miners pillaging the Apamprama Forest Reserve in Ashanti region. But despite this onslaught, joining still found some Chinese miners raiding the forest. The commanding officer commanding the Central Command of the Ghana Armed Forces, Brigadier General Ajivan Prempe, has been sharing an experience in fighting of illegal miners in the Apamprama Forest Reserve. Erastus Asari Donko has excerpts in the upcoming documentary Forest and the Siege. 
These excavators are part of 16 equipment bent by personnel from the Central Command of the Ghana Armed Forces in Kumasi on 7th June 2023. This move is part of an operation by the Forestry Commission to rate the Apamprama Forest Reserve of illegal miners to pave the way for a pilot reclamation exercise. Brigadier General Ajeman Prempe is the general officer commanding the Central Command. His reaction when he first saw the degradation caused to the Apamprama Forest Reserve by irresponsible miners. I felt shocked. I felt worried. I felt people were heartless. I felt they were not getting And I just say that these are people that we need to ensure that they don't come around here anymore. Because I felt that generations behind have been robbed of something great. Sixteen excavators have been bent under his watch and a number of excavators seized and parked at the Central Command 4th Battalion grounds in Kumasi. Once you find it in the forest, we burn. Once you find it along the riverside, we burn. Once you find it in an area that is grey, where the individual has been given the rights to mine, we collect the machines and bring them to the uh, command headquarters for you to come and justify with your documents if indeed you have the right to mine in the area. Even as he continues his onslaught on illegal mining in what is left of the Apamprama, we found many Chinese miners are back to mine in the forest. Some have hit the ground mining, while others have set up camp to continue mining in a forest built for reclamation. You can see fresh excavators, about eight drums of diesel ready to work. Equipment here and there, you can see the generators and the washing plants. The illegal miners are back. Dr. Steven Apiatechi is an environmental planning expert and a senior lecturer with the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. He's worried about the rate at which Ghana is depleting its forest through illegal mining. If the colonial masters were criticized, save these resources. If the lives of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah save these resources, how come our fourth republic? That we pride ourselves as being a democracy is the one destroying these resources. We should put questions on that. So the extent of discussion, not only forest but water body, is alarming. It doesn't look good for the nation. Reporting for Joy News, Erastus Asaredonko, Kumasi. The challenges posed by climate change, food demand, and decreasing arable land have inspired, you know, other people not doing that. We'll be back with business. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the chop better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, 
She never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. Okay, the rice contains 12 vitamins? Yes, 12 essential vitamins that growing bodies need. So we'll grow healthy and strong. And smart. Absolutely. Kidivite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kidivite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kidivite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hi, welcome to Business. My name is Daryl Kwao. As part of efforts to support young entrepreneurs across the country, J.A. Ghana is calling for more investments to cushion the operations of young innovators. According to the Executive Director, Abeku Green, this is key to curb the menace of unemployment. He spoke to Joy Business at a national business pitch event. The event was organized to prepare young people for success in employment and entrepreneurship. Abeku Green entreated young entrepreneurs to develop passion for unlocking opportunities and delivering transformative programs to break barriers and create positive change in their communities. We decided to come up with this project because we noticed, and it's a common knowledge, that there are not enough jobs available in Ghana. And a lot of young people come out of school with the expectation and hope that an existing company or a government would employ them and get them busy. But the reality is that most people have to stay home for a long time before they're able to get a job. Others kind of venture into entrepreneurship by default because they feel they can't stay home doing nothing. When that happens, without any prior training or knowledge in entrepreneurship, they, get, they tend to struggle a lot and their businesses do not thrive. Some young entrepreneurs share their experiences being part of this year's event. The project is about farming. Farming, so in this modern day Ghana, large scale farming, it's a very difficult sector. So our project is to help farmers sow their seeds without supervision. So, I would advise if I do one for farmers because it has a solar power station and a battery backup so that this machine can work in every weather and at any time of the day. We are into recycling plastics, into useful materials. Yes, so we, we, we recycle the plastics into bricks, beads, flower vases, balloon holders, and other, any, any other thing we can produce out of plastics. The winner of the Ghanaian edition will represent the country and the continental edition, which will be held in Rwanda in December 2023. Now, the challenges posed by climate change, food demand, and decreasing arable land have inspired the need for the use of sustainable machinery to increase farming efficiency and productivity. In the fourth edition of the Energy Commission Senior High School's Renewable Energy Challenge, Sogakopes SHS and Quabria SHS won the northern and southern zones, respectively, for their inventions to improve sustainable agricultural practices. Here's more in this report. The Senior High School's Renewable Energy Resources Challenge is under the Energy Commission's mandate to promote the use of renewable energy. The challenge aims to develop the research skills of senior high school students and promote technological innovation in renewable energy and energy efficiency. The challenge aims to promote the efficient use of renewable energy resources through public education, training and regulation of entrepreneurs in the sector. 
The 14th edition was themed Mechanized Small-Scale Agriculture Using Renewable Energy Technologies. Sugakope SHS beat seven schools with their invention of a multi-purpose farm vehicle for sowing, harrowing, and spraying to win the Southern Zone competition. Kwabre SHS with their invention of solar-powered mechanized knapsack sprayer also beat seven schools to win the Northern Zone competition. Families, they, everyone complaining about using the cutlass and then the hoe. So we are trying to mechanize all these things so that we bring their interest into the sector. That is why we develop our five-in-one mechanized agriculture. Therefore, with this machine, we just press a button, effort something happens uh, in the farm. So you, there's no manual work with our machine. So you just relax and then operate. The small scale, uh, as compared to the commercial agriculture, the large scale agriculture, you said that small scale mostly they depend on NASA sprayer or the manual sprayer, which doesn't have so many effects on the operator's life. So, our team sat down, our team sat down that we use renewable energy technology so that we can mechanize that NASA sprayer for it to operate on the farm to make farm timeless and also easy for the operator to operate. Ashanti Regional Director of Education, Williams Amankra, is pleased the challenge will help improve the agricultural activities of the country. Since when did we uh, get cuckoo? How many years now? Over 100 years. The old system from the tree to, uh, to bargain of the cuckoo. One of the problems that we have is post is post uh, harvest loss. The Babadier, we know Babadier. Too poor. It won't take us anywhere. The little thing that they learn, let us let us domesticate it. Let us use a hand in producing them. Now I've seen mechanized agriculture small scale there. It's a nice program. Please let us give it uh, the noise that it deserves. Director of Renewable Energy and Energy Efficiency at the Energy Commission. Dr. Kufia Jako said the schools will be supported to patent their technologies for commercialization. The Energy Commission will take the additional steps of ensuring that the school will also have the patent right to that technology. Yes, because once we succeed in bringing those projects to commercial status and is able to catch the market, I mean the end results will be revenue. Change the landscape of the senior high schools when it comes to revenue mobilization. Sugakope SHS, Yasantua Girls SHS, and Infantipim SHS from the Southern Zone will join Kwabre SHS, Toma SHS, and Sewa Kese Girls SHS from the Northern at the grand finale of the challenge in October. From the 16th regions, 125 schools participated in the Renewable Energy Challenge. Reporting for joining us, Clinton Yeboah. And that's it for this segment. There's more after this break. A man who has been able to stabilize a boat that is in turbulent waters after having served just one term. But for a second term, he's finished. He can't come again. But they're working on reviewing the statutes to make, now make it three times. No, 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 no. That I would disagree with them. I will be the first to attack them. I will be the first. Then they want to behave like African leaders. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between, you have to get sleep. And a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our Labor Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. You will have more. And now you've arrived here at Leicester City, I imagine you just can't wait to, to put the shirt on for the first time on the pitch and, and get your first game. Yeah, this, this, this is what I can't wait for. Like, I, I can't wait for this moment. This will be the, the best moment for me in my career. 
That's your sports for now. We do have more sports stories on myjoyonline.com. And also tonight, do join us for Transfer Deadline Day as my colleagues, Gar Alsmith, Fenty Utahiro, and Daniel Kronti brings you every single move that you need to know. We'll take a break now, and after that, World News comes up next. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? To some world news now, an Algerian Coast Guard has shot dead two tourists holidaying in Morocco who reportedly strayed into Algerian waters on their jet skis. They were among four French Moroccan dual nationals who were set up from the Moroccan resort Al Saidea. A third member of the group was arrested by the Coast Guard, which patrolled the two states' closed border. The two nations have a long history of tension tied to Morocco's claims to the disputed Western Sahara. The border between them was closed in 1994 with all just seven ties two years ago. Showbiz is next. Everyone has a story. In fact, there was a time I decided I have to stop the music. A story of that unique place that gives them a vibe. It's a spiritual moment for me whenever I have to record music because whenever the place is dark, I feel I'm in the studio alone, even without the producer. Excellence, special skills, talent, and mastery. Welcome to Eva with Becky. Good afternoon. Welcome to Showbiz here on Joy News today. Now, 2023 VGMA New Artist nominee Chief One says he is forging his own path rather than emulating others. According to the musician, everything about him is a vibe and unique to his craft. He made this comment in a yet-to-air interview on Evibes with me. If I were Prada, made in Shopee, very well. I think I'm just chief one. I'm doing chief one. I'm not copying anybody. Mm -hmm. The hairstyle alone is it's a different vibe. Mm -hmm. Today, the hair, the hair, yeah, different thing. You understand? 
You can't see this anywhere. It will take you many years to get what I have on my head. You understand? Everything okay. here to do, to is chief one. Okay, and That's the tattoos. All. The tattoo. This is just Lawada Republic. This this Lawada. my record label. Okay, Lawada Republic. Republic. What, what does that mean? It, Lawada, like just like what Wild animals? Republic. You want to see body get away. You get name pass Bob Mali. Day your day, make a day my day. I'm a young roll away. You're Galagia. I'm a do fake jeans. You're not bomb, you're not cool. You they use iPhone, I they use Android. Away from Chief One, let's put a spotlight on Shayuta. She's a musician and she's been talking to us about her new music tonight. What I have is the reason why I keep on going. From my mom, my grandma, my team, management, that's the only support. My friends, I mean, most of them pulled up to this event and I'm just seeing them so heartwarming and it makes me want to push even harder to make everybody proud yeah. that you actually don't feel pressured by anybody to actually do what you feel like you want to do definitely not i mean when the day that i told my mom that i want to pursue a career in music she was like go for it but if you feel like at any moment or any time you don't want to do music anymore don't hesitate to tell me because you are young you might develop new talents new um, aspirations and everything but so far i mean um, i have no no plan of changing my, my the whole thing was i had a moment where i was like you know i'm young i need to enjoy life it's i'm in my my young teen adult era and i need to explore i need to have fun i need to go out with friends and i was like you know what let me put this in a song so i actually I was speaking the south african dialect and um i i had the opportunity working with one of the biggest South African artists, Zanda Zakuza, she helped, she wrote the song, and then we all had this session over the phone, because she's in South Africa, the producer was very, very supportive, and the feedback, it wasn't an easy song to record, so as I said, my vocal coach had to come, help. it was stressful, but I mean, I, I don't regret putting any effort into it. Yeah. On that note, we end showbiz here on Georgie's Day. There's more showbiz news in our subsequent bulletins. Good afternoon to you. I'm AC. Yes, good afternoon, Becky. And that's it from us here on Joy News Today. There's more news on myjoyonline.com.